1: grace of God that protected the city of Charleston from Hurricane Florence. In this edition of Quentin's Close-Ups, I sit down one-on-one with City of Charleston Councilman Harry Griffin, one-on-one. And be sure to download the free Quentin's Close-Ups app in your Apple or Google Play stores and listen to this interview later on iHeartRadio. Councilman Griffin.
0: Hey, Quentin. How are you? Oh, I'm doing
1: just great, actually. It's so good to see you again. Good to see you too. I appreciate it greatly. Well, I want to go back to your Facebook page from September 14th, I believe. And you wrote a couple of things beginning with the following. Sure. You said this quote, I just did an evening ride around West Ashley in District 10. I want to first commend our emergency personnel. I can't tell you how many public safety vehicles I passed on my hour ride around our homes. They are keeping us safe and are absolutely ready for anything that comes our way. And obviously we were you were talking at the time about Florence. Yes, sir. And it has passed us, thank God. And a lot of people are thanking God that it passed us and didn't even touch us at all. Where are you emotionally?
0: Well, I I'm thanking God. I really am. We I got on my knees and I prayed a lot over the last few days. Um I first want to um think about and and say that I'm with the families of those who've lost lives in this storm. I know we've had uh, double digit deaths during the storm it's been a deadly deadly storm um, and as the you know the tragedy started coming in it, it absolutely broke my heart um, and I, you know I think about Charleston and um, if one Charlestonian would have passed it just would have devastated our entire community one one thing that we talked about in our evening city council emergency meetings is that we will send emergency personnel in some capacity up to help the communities in North Carolina, which is important because of so many uh, emergency personnel that have helped us in times of need. Um, you know, I think we were very well prepared um, in terms of, you know, what we could do immediately leading up to the storm, but you can never do enough. I mean, at one time it was a Category 4 hurricane, right. and at, what to- at one time, there were uh, graphics that showed it coming at us. I don't think there's ever going to be a way to prepare for a Category 4. I mean, you, I wasn't alive, but a lot of people remember what happened with Hugo. Mm. But we have to, to take this as a, a blessing that it didn't hit us, but uh, definitely a call for action that we need to continue to work to make Charleston better, especially with the lack of infrastructure that we have. Uh, we just can't waste any time. It's still peak hurricane season for at least another month. And let me go back,
1: let me go with that, because you also said this too, quote, tonight has been relatively quiet. However, we have seen some strong winds. That may cause issues because of the limited infrastructure we have. Highway 61 especially will be important to watch. Please proceed with caution as you maneuver around town. I already saw some of, the, of our sweet signs will be impacted by the storm. And let me ask you this. What should people be talking about when you think of infrastructure and Highway 61?
0: Well... You know, Highway 61 is a very dangerous road. I mean, it's it's a pipeline. It's an artery to you know District 10, District 2, Kevin Chiles' district, right. District 5, uh, Marvin Wagner's district. And honestly, uh, you know, you look at how many people come from Somerville and uh, up in that area down 61 through West Ashley. Uh, some some people think it's a quicker way to get to 526 or I26. Uh, so it is still a major artery for our people. We have so many people packed um, in, a, in a small area in terms of land size, and there's really not much we can do. You know, we have to really we have to work hard with the DOT to get anything done on 61. I would like to see maybe a, another stoplight or two because it's you know at high speeds it's so dangerous. It doesn't take a hurricane to knock a tree down on Highway 61 either. It can happen at any time, but. The reason I said that is because with high winds, with it being dark, you know, when the storm started coming in Friday, it was evening time, um, you know, there's a chance that a tree could fall at any time. Now, what do I want to see done in that area? Glen McConnell Extension. We have to have it. Um, Especially as we wrap up this moratorium that's been going on in Church Creek and the floodplain for almost two years now. The second we start building again, people are going to say, well, where's the infrastructure to support it? and we don't have it right now but we can get it and that is going to take a joint approach between multiple municipalities um, intergovernmental relations and we're going to have to work with our neighbors to get another vital artery to that area uh, because West Ashley grows every day, City of Charleston grows every day with 40 people coming to the area on a daily basis so what are we going to do? You know we can only maintain what we have the county is going to widen um, Glenn McConnell which is going to be um, important. It's the people that live along Glen McConnell aren't going to like it, uh, but the number of people that travel on that road, that uh, could be a very valuable addition. We'll see with these traffic studies and that go on for the next three years. It takes that long to get uh, a widening like that. But the Glen McConnell extension, we've got to put it back on the table. We have to start talking about it again. It's a big deal, and it could save our, our area. It just has to be done right. We can't fill in wetlands to do it. We have to, we have to figure out a safe way for the environment um, and not put more homes at risk. I mean, whether it's true or not, a lot of people are upset about the widening of Beach Ferry still and that it may have caused flooding in some of the neighborhoods along Beach Ferry Road. So it, it's a crucial project, and uh, it's not an easy one. But we have got to get some infrastructure over in that area. We're going to fix the flood infrastructure, the flooding mitigation, the infrastructure along Church Creek. Slowly but surely, we've already approved one project. We've got another one that's going to be coming up. Those projects are going to begin, but the actual roads, they're not in great shape. And I think anybody that travels along them can tell you we deserve some improvements.
1: And another big deal for you is Church Creek. Where should this discussion go next?
0: Well, you know, if it's up to me, I'm going to be greedy. I think Church Creek should be the number one priority not because I don't think the battery wall is important or not because I don't think other areas are important, but when you look at just the sheer number of families that are affected, you think about what happened with the thousand year flood and and, um, Matthew and Irma, you know, you lost homes. It it was no joke. How many homes are actually on the battery, South Battery? A lot less homes that are in Shadow Moss, Hickory Hill, Hickory Farms, Providence Commons, Springfield. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You have so many people over there, hardworking West Ashley residents that pay taxes and deserve improvements. You know, I mean, these are families that have been here for a long time. My family, I mean, we're relatively new. We've only been in Chatham for 20 years. You know, we've got, I've got neighbors and, and people that, in the community that have been there since day one. And it's just time for improvements. You know, we started, we're starting the first project, which is fixing hickory farms. Right. Um, and then we 're going to work on some other projects, but ultimately, the goal is you 've got that big pump station, and, and we keep talking about it. The price tag originally was 27 million. You know, With all these smaller projects coming together, and the FEMA buyouts tearing down some homes that were in low-lying areas, maybe we won't need an expensive pump station like we thought. But all of these projects have to stay on the front burner. We have to continue to talk about them. We can 't let it die. Because as soon as we stop talking about it, that money is going to go somewhere else. So you, I, you can promise you'll hear it from me. I know you'll hear it from Kevin Shealy. I know you'll hear it from Morgan Wagner. I know you'll hear it from, from uh, Keith Waring and Bill Moody. And anybody who represents West Ashley understands just the dire need uh, of Church Creek. And then we've got other projects in West Ashley that, that need help too. And I'm all about working with the other council members to get some money to, to fix you know areas like South Windermere that have some serious flooding problems. We all have to work together. But we made Church Creek a, a priority. We, you know, the Mayor's State of the Union, flooding was the number one priority. So we have to continue to make the Church Creek Basin fixtures the number one priority. And you talk about mayor, as you talk about the mayor, you talk about money.
1: Let me talk to you about some developing news. And I just got this press release from the city of Charleston. Area Mayor's and the Coastal Community Foundation announced World Country Mayor's Disaster Relief Fund. Can you tell me more about that?
0: I don't know too much about that. I just got that press release, too. But I know that everybody involved are, are are really good, hardworking people. I love to see municipalities working together. I think it's very, very important. I mean, you've got Isle of Palms. Right. You've got Folly Beach. Right. You've got North Charleston, right. Mount Pleasant, right. the city of Charleston. Right. These, these mayors come together. Um, and then you have... Um, I can't think. Uh, I think his name's uh, Darren. Oh yeah, Coastal Council. Great, community great, great guy. Right. Really, really respectful guy who wants to help our community. I think that's a great, great opportunity. Uh, I don't know what the pathway of that is or what the final result is going to be, uh, but I want to hear what those guys have to say and and. Uh, If they're all going to work together and it's going to make our community better, then you can bet I'll be behind it.
1: And I know they're going to have an announcement tomorrow at North Charleston City Hall at 10 a.m. Tuesday, September 18th. I'm looking forward to that then. There you go. Well, Councilman Harry Griffin, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you, sir. You're welcome.